0: just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another Packer Up, boys. It's time for the ritual, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, that tastes so good. It tastes so good. It tastes good every time, honestly. Each time I taste it, I'm like, it's the first time. It's it's like a first love, honestly. It it's, tastes good every time, but it tastes better on a Friday. It really does taste better on a Friday. Like, honestly, I reckon you could do a study, and if, like... Because like you know the placebo effect mm. like the placebo effect is like a genuine thing and what the placebo effect is is basically if you think you're taking something you get the effects of it mm. and people go that is insane but it's actually been they they even when they're trying to like test um drugs uh, like prescription in regards to like i don't know it might be something that cures a certain disease or, or whatever it is yeah they'll have like certain test groups that get placebo tablets. So basically just sugar tablets. And then certain test groups that get the actual drug that's trying to heal the disease. Mm -hmm. And this is how they test whether, they see if there's any difference. So what you're saying is like, sometimes it can be in your head. Yeah, A lot can be in your head. Like there's great, like for example, I mean, I'll give you an example that we had where, so we were on an army camp. I've told this story before and we were like four days in and Scott Minto was wigging out like, I can't sleep. Like, I can't sleep. Like, this is too hectic. Like, like, not too hectic, but I can't sleep. Just wigging out. Anyway, they're like, oh, finally, all right. Because he'd been bugging them for I think a bit. And they're like, oh, all right, here you go, mate. Here's a, here's a sleeping tablet. Yeah. Anyway, they gave it to him out like a light wakes up the next morning they're like that was a panadol mate um oh my so God. the placebo effect is a genuine thing mm. a genuine thing so i reckon if you did a study and you studied when people drink beer friday or the most common time of like knock off from work yeah i reckon people would say that it tastes the best i agree i reckon
1: friday either after work or like a hot sunday afternoon yeah yeah. I, I like after work better because there's something satisfying about
0: finishing your job for the week. Yeah. It's so bizarre how, cause they reckon they even used to pay. It's either pay mm-hmm. or give beer to the blokes and the women that built the pyramids. And oh, so really? yeah, yeah, like beer's that old. And there's actually a, a theory that like beer, beer is like the cause for civil, civilization. Matter of fact, if you've got your laptop or your phone there. Phone. So beer's ancient history. Yeah. The Neolithic Neolithic revolution over 12,000 years ago was a point that defines humanity. When human cultures transitioned from nomadic hunter-gatherers to sedentary farmers, what could have caused us to change our ways? Though no one can confirm the details of its invention, what many historians and anthropologists do agree on is that beer was quite possibly the catalyst. It is believed that along with domesticating and harvesting crops of wheat, rice, barley, and maize, Humans discovered the fermentation progress fermenta- uh, fermentation progress process, sorry, and began to brew beer before they knew before they were making bread. Others <coughs> argue that it was in fact bread making that led to brewing, but their timelines remain relatively close. The earliest evidence of beer dates back to 3500 BC or 3100 BC and 3100 BC to Sumerians of Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia, now modern-day Iran. It is believed, however, that the Sumerians had been brewing beer for thousands of years before that. Beer was revered as a gift from the gods and often celebrated in poems, myths, and songs.
1: Wow. See, I, I don't know like, what I expected. If you had asked me when did beer start, I, don't, I wouldn't have had an answer for you. But I don't know if I would have thought going the pyramids would be... and then back to 2000, 3000, like
0: before Jesus. Mate, beer beer production expanded under Babylonian rule by 2050 BC. Beer was being produced commercially as evidenced by beer trade recipes. In fact, 20 different varieties of beer were documented, each with their own set of characteristics. The socioeconomic significance of beer is further emphasized by laws written specifically about beer in the Code of uh, Hammurabi, Hammurabi, one of the oldest known codes of law in the world. According to the code, merely short pouring a customer was punishable by death. Oh, that that rule should stand. (laughs) Holy, uh, you know what? That's why we had this weird (laughs) obsession with heads on the beer. How big the head is. Because our ancestors were killing each other over that shit. Unbelievable. There were a lot of cultural similarities between the Mesopotamians and Egyptian views on beer. The Egyptians also believed that beer came from the gods. While Tenenet, Tenenet, Tenenite? was the Egyptian goddess of beer. So they had an Egyptian goddess of beer. It is believed that it was Osiris that thought humans, taught humans how to brew. Unbelievable. I can't
1: believe how old beer is. I did not know that at
0: all. Yeah. That yeah. is so interesting. It's so interesting. And, and I think it's, it's because, like think about how there is something, even when you drink spirits, like spirits mm. can be really tasty and they're really nice. Yeah. But there is just something about a beer yeah. that is unique the substance of it the flavor of it it's not like any other liquid that you drink it really isn't it's like it's it just there's nothing there's no other liquid that has the same substance when you're consuming it and it's one of those things as well like
1: everyone like when everyone tries beer for the first time they don't like it it's something you really grow
0: into i grew into it i I didn't like it when i was 18 i was bloody smirnoff double blacks (laughs) with some red cordial in the top (laughs) um it wasn't until i honestly i don't reckon i would have been till i was like 25 26. really yeah i was like i just i stayed on the uh, vodka lime and sodas for a bit Mm. and it was wasn't until i got a little bit older where i started being like oh i'm just like i you know how you go all right obviously i drank beer like when i was around the boys and that but when it just became more often or not that i would be like you know what like beer's the first drink that i want rather yeah. than you know a smirnoff or a, a vodka lime and soda and there yeah, about 26 about 26 i reckon and yeah. then that's when i was like there's nothing better than a beer after work
1: 100 percent. for me i'm like complete other end of the scale i when people are drinking spirits are like long hours of the night i'm still
0: ordering schooners i don't drink spirits barely at all anymore. yeah like i genuinely just i don't know I just it's not the same. I don't know. There's something refreshing about a beer. hundred percent. Obviously I'll drink them, um, but yeah, there's just, it just have a different vibe to it. It's I don't so know what satisfying. it is. so satisfying. And it's, it's smooth. A satisfying, I don't yeah. know. There's a the smoothness to it. Um, but anyway, like beer, grab some from your local. <laughs> uh, just got in off a flight, landed, had a good person sitting next to me, which I respect. Love that. They didn't have their elbows in me, in me grill. Uh, I appreciate that. That's when you know a really caring, empathetic person that sits next to you. yeah, Because they're thinking about what your experience is like. Yeah, Whereas people that just like, they might not be bad people, but they're probably selfish. If your elbows are bloody hitting my, hitting my frigging guts, you're a dickhead. I don't get it because like whenever
1: I'm sitting in a seat and I'm, I'm not like big, so I can like easily, if I'm sitting like this, then I'm the fuck weird. Mm. But like, I'm always thinking about myself, but I'm also thinking if they're doing, if I, if they were in my position, I was in their position. What would I like? What oh. would I not like? And mm. that's pretty, like, that should be pretty normal, I think, but it's Do not. want
0: Do unto you others as what you would want done to you. Exactly right. It's a golden rule, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I usually get off flights and my like legs are sore because I've got to, you know what I mean? You've got to yeah. squeeze them in and, and whatever, but yeah, good flight, got back in. But our last night I went to one of the most insane things I've ever done in my life. And yep. I am, you know, this isn't, this is not an ad. <laughs> Even though it's gonna sound like the biggest ad in history. <laughs> right. Okay, so last, so basically what happened is Sportsbet, obviously partners, we love them. Yep. And the relationship's been incredible since they've come on they're board. Great. And they've helped us so much in, in regards to the podcast and all the content you guys get. And just like, just been such a good partnership. Anyway, so they're like, oh, we need you to fly up to yep. Brisbane, to Suncorp, to host just a dinner for some lucky Sportsbet punters. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh yeah, like we'll just, like. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that just like, just tell me what to do and I'll rock up. I don't sit there like going over files and like reading everything yeah. and like just tell me where to be, boom, boom, I'm all good. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll guarantee I'll be there. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so I rock up and I thought it would be a dinner in just some random place in Suncorp, like the corporate boxes or whatever. Yeah. I roll in and the sports bet, the layout that they had put out, they had – a dining area in the middle of SunCorp Field. All the lighting around SunCorp was in Sportsbet lighting. Yeah, th- I
1: saw that. I saw that on your on your story. That it looked incredible.
0: The Everything. blue. Everything and yeah. the, there's a massive, obviously the massive two TV screens. Yeah, we were playing Origin clips on that, whilst having our main course dinners. On top of that so they roll in all the guests and me and Sugar sugarcane the great joel kane yeah we just he he kind of hosted the when they all roll in and we just mingle with the lucky punters that got yeah. selected and that anyway then they don't know so they know they're going to see wally lewis at the end of the night yeah and so basically they're all mulling around having beers chilling out talking whatever and then wally lewis comes crashing out of the change room they get to walk into the change room oh they're in the locker room and who is standing there corey parker Brent Tate, Sam Thiday, and uh, Nick Koseff. And so basically you've got all Origin players in the locker room. Mm. And so all the all the crew walks in, the lucky punters, they sit they're sitting there and Kane Sugar Kane, he interviews Tatey and Tatey talks about the feeling about what's it like before we go out, like Origin like this is where in they the sit. This is where they sit. This is oh. where the And when they walk in as well the punters, they've all got Either Queensland or New South Wales jerseys with their names on the back.
1: Oh no way! And so,
0: basically, tatie talks about like the emotion of it and your brothers and going to battle and everything. Then, to top it all off, Wally Lewis finishes it with like a rousing speech of what he's doing, like basically like you know you, your your team and your brothers. Basically, Wally Lewis giving them a pep talk. Yeah. And then the bell rings to go out so they get the experience No, yes the bell rings to go out What? they go out we all walk out onto the field sit down for our yep. dinner and then we just yeah we sit out there beautiful meals coming out to us and i interview koza yeah and i interview tatie and um the great joel kane interviews sam dide and nick kosef oh, and really then out. so that's then so you get your mains and then we play top five greatest comebacks yep. top five biggest plays in origin on the big screen And then get some great stories from the players because there's no phone. Like, there's phones, but no one's recording what the boys are talking about. So, they're talking about stuff that you've never seen on podcasts, like real good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And there there, there would have been only about 40, 50 people there. So, it wasn't big. Maybe even less. Yeah. It's tiny. And then to end the night, it's a one-on-one interview with Wally Lewis talking about origin. What a
1: What a, like a once in a lifetime intimate amazing experience
0: that is it was work for me but I was stoked to be there so like that's what's insane and I know it's like people like oh come on can be like you're with sports but I'm like I don't think you understand I'm a bloke just like you yeah getting to sit in Suncorp even though i got to play there it's still a cool vibe to sit there having dinner less than a week
1: from a decider. 100%. It, isn't it crazy? And I remember working for the Blues, going to all the captain's runs. So you, you'd always, we'd always go to Sun A mm. and ANZ, but, oh, sorry, a core. but like there's nothing better than Suncorp. Mm. And there's just some, obviously there's nothing better than it's full, but there's just something cool about
0: when it's completely yep. empty. Well, you feel special. Mm. Cause you're like, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here, <laughs> shouldn't be here but I'm here. And there's this hectic, like, I couldn't believe it, man. And if you check my Instagram up, videos might be gone by the time you get there. But mate, it was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had in my life. And I, I just I, – I cannot believe that we were sitting in the middle of Suncorp Field. Amazing. Uh, less than a week before Origin and they have got the big screens. We're getting dinner and Wally Lewis is revving the boys up. Because they're normally like so particular about who can walk onto that field. Like, even we had, It was all um, plastic so we couldn't touch the grass. So really? it was all like plastic out. So, yeah, we weren't sitting on the grass. Yeah. It was all plastic out so that we were sitting on top of this plastic and we weren't allowed onto the, the that grass. That almost areas. makes it better because it's just it's – it's. It's like the untouchable. Yeah, the untouch- well, it's like, it's mate. It was unbelievable. Like, I, I felt so lucky to be there. And as I said, it, it was work for me technically because yeah. I'm there to host the night and, and you know, mingle with people, but it, it wasn't work. I was like, this is, I'm so lucky. So lucky. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. seriously couldn't believe it. Um, so funny story. Um, I think it doesn't matter now. So
1: many years ago, I think this hit the news anyway. But when I was working there, like this is before the Freddie era, Queensland, like after their dirty tricks. So one year, New South Wales came in for their um, captain's run and they did their captain's run. And then at, while they were doing their captain's run on the big screen was we just playing eight in a row highlights on the loop no over way! and over and over
0: and over again. Yes, fuck you guys. <laughs> like Suncorp, there's nothing like it. And uh, just so lucky to be there, man. It was such a sick night. It really was a sick night. Legend legend crew there and it was all went smoothly. There was no hiccups and everyone loved it. Um, but let's talk about the biggest news. Trelly Mitt, Latrell Mitchell, <laughs> ruled out of origin. Uh, you know what's – I guess that I was – when he didn't come back and play that week, I was like, something's not right here. Remember we spoke about it? We were yeah. like, this is, this is weird. Because like, that would be a three- to four-week injury. For Surely, sure. like something's, going, something's not right here.
1: Yeah, especially like when you hear calf – Even though, like, J.J. Voivich is out for a while, but he's, like, a little bit older. When you
0: hear calf, you don't think of a really long injury. But also, when it happened, they were like, it's just a strain. It's just a tiny, you know, whatever. Well, they
1: they said if it was a grand... No, sorry. They said if the South Dragons
0: game was a grand final, he would have played. He would have played. And so it's like, far out, okay. But it must have been way worse than they thought. Because I don't know why... They wouldn't say that unless they thought that. It just must have been worse than they thought. Like, it must have gotten worse. Um, I, I do think... It is interesting that this early, he's been ruled out.
1: That's what I was, I was talking to Tommy Tobler about this. Like it's, there's, yesterday was Thursday. There's still six days to the game. It's a long time to. But
0: like Latrell Mitchell. Like could possibly and probably could be the difference. I mean, literally we know he could be the difference. Like he's, he's, you know, him and Tommy, they are—they're so good that they would find their way into that eight in a row side for Queensland. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, that's the level that those two are at when they play in Origin. Yeah. Um. So I just, I just, I'm surprised at the timing of it. Like, why? You know, maybe he didn't want to disrupt the camp by pulling him out late if he didn't make it. Yeah. But like Critter has been there and trained all last before the first game. He's going to be there all week this week. Yeah. And Critter did a good job in game one. Yeah. So, but I don't. I just. The timing of it is very surprising to me because also, didn't they publicly say that they're going to be given till Sunday? Til Sunday, yeah. Very, very strange. Weird. Very, very strange. I wonder if
1: the Rabido's physio, because that, that was a whole thing, the Rabido's physio came in to monitor Trell and Cam and then New South Wales CEO, Dave Totten came out and said, nah, all sweet. And everyone was like, oh, oh. I wonder if like he was like, nah, he's not going to be ready. Just yeah, maybe. Just
0: him, but it is, but again, wouldn't you give him honestly? I'd be given. I'll give him an, an kickoff. Literally, I mean. like honestly, I would be seriously giving Latrell Mitchell for a decider at yeah. Sun until the the last second, pretty much. Yeah. um Fuck, like it was tough to hear that news yesterday. Oh man, it sucks. Well, the positive is though, he's being replaced by one of your better players. I know T- Timmy didn't think he played well. I thought he played well in game 1. Yeah. I am surprised. I was surprised when mm. Timmy and Timmy's a good eye, so it's not, you know, it's not a it's not a bad opinion. He's yeah. a good eye. He's usually really spot on. I, I, but I was surprised. I thought he was good in game 1. I really did. Yeah. Some of his some of his errors were like pretty 50-50 anyway. Like well, So the first error, if you want it to be super harsh, you could go okay. Like maybe he should just try to grab that ball, mm. but it was a shit pass to him. Yeah, and you could okay. So let's just give him one error for that. The other only other error that I know of is that flick pass at the end of the game. Yeah, and it's I know it says five, but I'm like, what? That must have been like knock tap backs or well, something. Fox
1: Sports said two, so there Fox, was a, okay, okay. There was a discrepancy there somewhere.
0: So really, one 50 error because yeah. the flick pass was when you were trying to get back into the game and yeah. the game was over.
1: And like. Are you really going to, like, it, the tap one, right? Like, okay, maybe you should have in hindsight. But, like, like you've got to back yourself, back your players at yeah. some
0: point. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to make errors. You're yeah. gonna, you'd rather make an error going in to try and score a try yeah. than coming off your own end. 100%. And so, like, for example, like, the, the pass that Reece Walsh threw, that was, that was risky. 100%. Like, super risky. Um, and and also like because Queensland won, no one talks about all of the errors they made. <laughs> I know. Like in crucial moments, like they, the amount of times they were coming out of their own end and they made errors mm. was like a lot, a lot. Oh, it, like that. I honestly think game one, if they completed a high percentage, they probably w- they win thirteen plus. Yeah, probably. They scored ten points in. They scored two tries in ten minutes. Yeah, and Blues had like. What was it?
1: 39 to 18 or something tackles in opposition
0: to it. It was crazy. All the ball just couldn't execute. Yeah. Like Queensland were making error after error. So uh, it's amazing how the result just glosses over everything. Result changes everything. Yeah. Look, like if if Freddie goes on to win this series, Mm. then he goes from what would he be? Four from six. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) And oh, I think that's what I was, like, trying to say to the, the Tom and Eddie. And, and as I said on the podcast, their criticisms are fair. Like, they're good, fair criticisms. Yeah. Um, but I just – we've been so warped as to how hard Origin is. Yeah, Having currently a record of 50% is not that bad in Origin. Like, yeah. it really isn't. And I know some people will make the argument that, you know, the roster that they've had. But I th- I think that people's minds are warped because – they're trying to compare it to Queensland's roster, mm. but the Queensland roster was unique. Thurston, Smithy, Slater, Kronk, these guys have played like a thousand games together. Yeah, Like the, these guys had had so much footy together. Um, whereas- I, think, I think as well,
1: like, because we finally have a roster from t- say 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, let's say it evened up last year, which it did. Roster was probably better for those four years, so like finally we were just like, All right, this is our time, and then we lost a couple. So I see where the frustration
0: comes from. Yeah, I get that, but you've had good rosters before in the past, Mm. and before the 2008, it was essentially even for series one. Yeah, I know. And you, so you've always had like the better roster, Mm. so it's nothing new. Like, I don't, like, it's sorry, it's nothing unique to Freddie, yeah. Like, you, oh, absolutely, you've always used like, not always, but in most cases. New South Wales have come in as favourites and have a better team on paper. Yeah, and so th- this is not to excuse the the tactical errors and selection errors that Freddie has made. But again, I just like it's to say that he's like just can't coach. And oh, he's ridiculous. he's the coach of the record winning Origin side.
1: Yeah, like and, he and, did that, and also he won back to back series in his first two years. No, no. He brought in eleven debutants in his first game. Yeah. Like he, he, in twenty nineteen, he everyone thought he was mad for making seven changes and. Did they won in Perth? Like yeah. he's done a lot of good things. I
0: know, I know, and uh, and so as I said, the criticism is absolutely fair, absolutely fair. Yeah. I I've been one to myself, but even before the game kicked off in game one, going, oh, I'm a bit unsure about this and I'm a bit unsure of that. But I don't like. I just think we're so extreme. It's either <laughs> he's the goat or he's shit. <laughs> so true. There's no like in between of like make some errors but also done some good things. So I'd consider him a good origin coach. Not a yeah. great one, a good solid origin coach. And then you also, you got to look at like, who replaces Freddie? Like, who I, do you bring no, in? Like, who, like, because like, Ricky Stewart was thrown
1: up, but like, he's he's coached the origin team twice already. Mm. Plus, he's Raiders coach. Mm. Like They're not going to, and then I, you got,
0: be, be, like, be, I'd give him one more year. Honestly. Freddie? Yeah, I thought about Absolutely. this. I thought about this today. I'd give him, even if they lose this series, I'd mm. give him one more year. Only because it's like, okay, so they lose this series, that means he's, that means he's what? Three from six. Three from six. So he's a 50% series win rate, which isn't terrible. No. Um, I'd also say that heading into this series, on paper, you weren't that much better than us, in my opinion. I actually
1: thought in game one, the, it should have been 50-50 odds because of
0: your forward pack. 100%. I thought it was 50-50 heading in. Yeah. Like on paper, I thought both squads were just as good as each other. Yeah. It's um, really evened up the last couple of years. Like yeah. the difference between 2021 and now is crazy. Or 2020
1: no no no! i mean how like poor or not poor like how the the roster of queen well i mean yeah 2020 because you won but yeah. even 2021 when yeah. blues won by a lot mm. like the
0: difference has really come in oh i think it's because those young guys like tino yaris and, mm. and all those uh Cotta, sorry yeah um you know these these guys are coming through and just going so well, like they've developed into really good first Absolutely. graders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I personally, but regardless of what happens next week, I personally would give Freddie one more year. Yep. I, I just think that losing this series, like it, it sucks because it's the way you lost game one. I think that's what hurts you. For sure. But when you look at the squads on paper, you could even make the argument that Queensland has a better squad. And I'm gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself here, but like, I do think that people that are like, oh, New South Wales, like, We've got our team is just completely busted, and we, you know, this is back against the like it is back against the wall, mm. and it will be similar to 2020 with uh, Queensland. No, I don't think it'll be anywhere near as close in regards to the the craziness of it. Like, because our squad was literally fringy, um, <laughs> and so when you look at this side that's going into SunCorp, the reason why I say that it will still be one of the great feats of New South Wales, I'm, I will not deny that. Yeah. But when you look at your squad, this is not a squad that's like. Fringies. Nah. This is like To'o, Tom Trebovich, Critter. So, grand finalists. Like yep. what's back to back? To'o, grand finalists. Tommy Droyich, one of the best Origin players. Um, then you got Josh Adokar. We know how good he is. Teddy Mitchell Moses, grand finalist, halfback from last yep. year, in form this year. Jerome Lawai, grand back to back grand finalists. Then you got your forward pack. Payne Haas, best, yeah, best, best, in, the best game. in the game, best prop in the game. Junior Bolo, grand finalist, front rower. Um, your number nine is cookie. cookie. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like this is not it's a. It's not a fringy side. This is a a side that absolutely has oh that the cattle got, to win. Yeah, that 2020 Queensland team was like they half of them were even making first grade. Like literally, <laughs> like struggling. Like honestly, they had a one bad game. They're gone in first grade. Man, um, yeah, that 2020 series will be talked about forever. Yeah, it really will be because that was that was truly amazing. But and as much as
1: like you hate it.
0: Cherry Evans getting on the mic and saying and saying that at the end was awesome. It was so good. Biggest mic drop moment ever. Mm. Um, I think that – so I do think that this is – but this is a great moment for New South Wales. This is truly a moment to say to Queensland, yous aren't the only ones that have spirit. Yeah. This is New South Wales' opportunity because you've you've got – you're back against the wall, but you have the roster to get your back off the wall. Absolutely. And so – It's the mixture of everything. Everything is set up for used to prove that you have that. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be, you are being asked the question. Yeah. Do you have what Queensland have? And and you know what? And our backs haven't been against the wall this
1: much. I'll definitely admit that. Mm. But in Freddie's reign, we've lost five game ones. uh, Sorry, three out of five game ones. Um, not including this year. And all the game twos he's won. Yeah. So like, and he smashes us most of the game two. Yeah. So backs against the wall, one nil down, he's proven that he's yep.
0: actually quite good. Yep. The, the difference is with the SunCorp though. That's oh, only. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. this isn't yeah. the hardest, but definitely yeah. the hardest. But yeah, you're right. Um, so mate, I I don't think that it's as crazy as an idea as some people are saying for New South Wales to win. Now, am I picking Queensland? Yeah, for sure. If Queensland rock up and they're not complacent, I think Queensland win but if they rock up even for a second and think that this New South Wales side isn't red hot, mm. they're kidding themselves. Absolutely. So, yep. um, Trell out is a huge out, huge yeah, out. But it's a big one, it oh, really is. Massive, Trell, Cleary, Trevojevic.
1: I think, cause I think we spoke last week on one of the, one of the many podcasts, like he's the kind of guy Trell, like it doesn't, the fact that it's, Sun, it's Suncorp doesn't matter to him.
0: No, matter of fact, fact, it makes it better makes for it him. makes it better, yeah. yeah. Like, again, I've spoken about this so many times, but like, it's almost like he's bored of rugby league to a degree <laughs> yeah, because he's so good. And so this is one of the things where he's like, oh, finally, I get to test my potential. Yeah. Whereas like in club land, he's like almost just turns it on when he wants to. Yeah. And I know people go, oh, well, he should do it every week, but not everyone's the same. Not everyone can have the work ethic of Jonathan Thurston or Cam Smith, you know, and, and in a perfect world, they would. But, you know, the trolley, trolley Mitt is a different beast. He's a different beast. It's
1: it's funny how, and as time goes on, you kind of like forget about certain things. Greg Inglis used to be criticized for the exact same exact thing, same but thing. everyone forgets, everyone totally forgets about yeah, that now. Exactly. And he's, he's one of the a- greatest of all time, potentially like, Hall of Famer,
0: maybe Immortal, who knows? Yeah, like- he is so, so good. And so, yeah, Charlie Mitt is a different breed. And also, I think that his last year and a half, he's been pretty consistent. <laughs> Mate, He's been pretty consistent. He's been awesome. You know, like, yeah, okay, there might be some halves of footy that he's been a bit quiet, but he hasn't been poor for quite a while. But, and we say it every week,
1: that's, it's not his game to rack up 200 metres. He'll show up when he mm. needs to show up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, let's get into... Crazy that... um. A centre has drifted New South Wales out to $3. I find that crazy. I'd love to know if that's the widest odds you've been.
0: Yeah, I'd love to the find there. out, yeah. Um, anyway, games this weekend. North Queensland paying $2.15. If you're going to gamble, guys, gamble responsibly. You win some, but you lose more. Obviously brought to you by Sportsbet. Cowboys $2.15, Panthers $1.71. Man, the more I see the Panthers, the more I'm just like... Seriously, like they'll, I, I'm confident that they'll get the job done. Now I'll probably just put the mocker on them and get get beaten by the Cowboys, but they just seem like anyone that steps in is going to do the job. Yeah, the
1: the old next man up mentality
0: yeah. that yeah. Melbourne used to love. Penrith
1: are just they're 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 an awesome team. I can't I did I did some maths the other day. I didn't get a chance to say it on the podcast, but so they're I think in the last four years I'm just this is off my head. I think. In twenty twenty they conceded eleven point nine points a game. Twenty twenty one was like thirteen point something, and last year was uh eleven point nine again, and they're currently at eleven point four points
0: Far per game. Out.
1: That's so <laughs> insane, like bro. Like they are they are deservedly favourites to yeah, win
0: this comp. Absolutely. Uh, I'm tipping them this week. Knights versus Roosters. Knights $1.54 versus Roosters 2 dollars Who would have thought? That is wild. Like, at the start of the year, there is no way you'd look at those odds. Yeah. I really like Newcastle
1: here. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much full strength except for Tyson Um The Roosters have just been struggling so hard. I'm sure one day, someday soon, they're just going to put it together and destroy
0: a team. But Teddy's not playing, so... Uh, That's the thing with the Roosters is like, because the comp is so tight, they could win three matches in a row mm. and all of a sudden they're premiership contenders again. And I know like Roosters fans hate hearing that, but it's just the reality, like Mm. this roster. Now, look, uh, at the moment, if I'm being honest, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's a lot going on that's, you know, I just, it just blows my mind that, uh, you know, for example, their attack coach, it's Cooper Cronk, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's at least the half's coach. like under cooper cronk and they're struggling for points like what like that it's cr- and with the roster they have like wow. everything is set up for them to be so there must be they're obviously missing Craze Fitzgibbon, missing rolls as mm. well Who's left now so i uh, wonder if
1: robo regrets dropping sam walker because I, I know that you can be a hindsight hero
0: mm. but their attacks gotten even worse since he's left and, and also like your attack is essentially the worst in the comp and you've got one of the most Attacking flare sevens we've seen, like, since... What? Oh, when was the last time we saw a, a flary seven like this? Yes. Yeah, Usually they're know. of the, like, Cleary mould now, where it's, yeah. like, very structured, where it's so... Uh, yeah. I remember when Chrissy Sander used to run around for South. That, <laughs> so he, flary. He was awesome. Um, okay. Eels, Seals. Eels paying $1.55. Uh, Eagles paying two forty five. I just don't trust Manly without Turbo, so mm. I'm going para. Yeah, I'm going para here. Maybe... Maybe a little bit of value in the two forty five. Oh, definitely, yeah. They could definitely win. I just, yeah, tip tip power. Uh, tigers two seventy five. Storm dollar forty five. It's
1: funny. I tipped the t- tigers on the Monday show. Sorry, it was the Tuesday show this week. And then an hour later, um, Stafford to- Toa gets named <laughs> at six. I'm sure I'm Will Smith in the reserves. I'm sure he'll come up there, or maybe Stafford toa's is gun five eight. We don't mm-hmm. know about yeah. it, but um, I'll stick with I'll stick with the tip. Let's go tigers.
0: Wow! Well, without happy in that, that's incredible. Uh, Sharkies Bulldogs. Look, honestly, if Sharkies don't win thirteen plus, that's what that's yeah. That's almost like not a win. No, nah, they they. That's not win. disrespectful to Bulldogs. Yeah, we're talking about premiership threats here.
1: Pre- like a couple of things on the Bulldogs side. Burns out now. Yeah, still depleted. The Sharks they got to get it together. Hines is going to be like yeah. You're right. They got to win thirteen
0: plus. Like Hines will be filthy. He'll be re- looking for a massive game. Mm. The boys will be want to have his back as his teammate. I'll be shocked if they don't win thirteen plus. But the thing the thing they should be really focused on is defense. I was just about to say that. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about the points. They'll yeah. come. Just don't let any yeah. in. Yeah. If they win twelve nil, then how good? Um, also don't forget you stream Origin exclusively, live and free on nine now. And you can watch some of the biggest clashes, well, no, the biggest clashes each week on 9NOW, guys. It's uh, You can download the app, really easy, simple to use. Seriously, it's so easy to use. You go to the app store, you download it, or in the web browser, you type in www.9now.com.au. And honestly, the amount of content that you tips at 9NOW is incredible. And the games with the commentary team, it is second to none, guys. And also, the more people from the blow community that watch it on 9NOW. So let's say you've got both. And you can you've got a choice between watching on Nine Now and KO. The more that watch it on Nine Now is good for Bloke because Bloody then earth. it shows Nine that you know the community is behind it, and then we get more access to the big dogs mm. like Wally Lewis hopefully, and obviously we've been with Darren Lockyer, we've had some Thurston like incredible interviews, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get more of that going um, throughout the year as well. I'm keen to watch that Wally Lewis doco that. that oh right now, mate. Uh, yeah, I spoke I to him last night. Month. I was like, Are you excited? He said, yeah, I'm. I'm a bit nervous, a bit excited. He said, this. Footage that like no one's seen. He really? said there's like footage that is no one has ever seen. The so. funny
1: thing about Wally, like I'm so used to seeing him on TV. Because obviously I never watched him. Was, mm. He retired before I was born, I'm pretty sure. And he's so like, I don't know what the word is, but he's not like aggressive or anything. He's yeah, a pretty soft natured. But then you watch footage of him and he was he apparently- was a maniac. Maniac and just this, just arrogant yeah. and just my, like you talk, I talked to my dad and my pop yeah. and my grandpa and they- hated
0: him yeah yeah
1: hated him so
0: and he's such a nice guy it's so crazy (laughs) um now uh so
1: i've got a story for you and like not really a story it's just a sequence of events and anyone would get pissed off by this but i i know that this would drive you mad and so last saturday so i'm moving house and obviously like you know moving house is the most punished, the biggest punish you mm. can do, and I cleaned everything up, everything was all good, and then I had these hooks on the wall, and they've been there for three years mm. and i had I pulled two of them off and it ripped a bit of the paint off, so I had to get I had to like go online it's kind of like a website like airtasker yeah and get a painter to to fix it now in the end i my mate did it, so it's fine, but I put it, a, a job on, and this guy. Called, okay, so I put the job on at like eight, eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Mm. I had a missed call from him at 8.16, 9.21, 11.08. Oh then I God. sent him a text saying, uh, hang on one sec. I got the text right here is on Tuesday. Okay, I said, okay, mate, no need to call so many times. I will get back to you. Then he called, then he replies, okay. Then he calls me at 5.25. PM. Then the next day he calls me at ten thirty AM while we we're working, and then I replied, "I'm not interested anymore. Thanks." And then he calls me two times more after, oh and then I god. called it, and then I answered. "I'm like, mate, I told you I'm not interested."
0: Yeah. Oh my god! Talk about keen to work. Oh my god! He must need the cash. He needs a bit of quiche. Wow. He, he, he I'd assume maybe he's not from here, maybe, and he just needs cash, and he's a maybe. maybe. But fuck, A backpacker or something? It was harassing me. That's crazy. That is like you almost got harassed into paying him just to leave you alone. Maybe that's his gig. Maybe what he does is he doesn't actually do the jobs. He just keeps harassing people so they say, mate, he's 50. Just fuck off.
1: And like, I'd get it if I just
0: kept brushing him.
1: Yeah. But I, I texted him twice and oh man.
0: That is bizarre. Hey, maybe you missed out on one of the greatest painters all time. Maybe, but my mate did it for free. So I don't care. Yeah. Well, you could have got the Mona Lisa on your bloody wall and now you don't. <laughs> I'm moving out of the joint anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, Now, a Belgian TikToker has faked his own death to find out who cared and then turned up to his own funeral. David (laughs) Barton, 45 and his wife and children, decided to prank friends and family members to find out what they really thought of him. To spread the news of Mr. Barton's death, one of his children took to social media and wrote a tribute to their father, her father. She wrote, rest in peace, daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. Why is life so unfair? Why you? You were going to be a grandfather and you still had your whole life ahead. The funeral, which was staged last weekend near the city of Liege, was attended by many friends and families dressed in black everyone was waiting for the ceremony to begin but instead they were met by a landing helicopter and in the video posted on TikTok by a funeral attendee mr barton stepped out of the helicopter alongside a camera crew and was then greeted by the mourners what the hell is that the paint guy he's probably the paint guy that was calling you <laughs> jesus like some people are so like cooked in the head man like that is so like crazy and not crazy in like the oh that's crazy genuinely psychotic like why, behavior. why is wrong and like to get your kids to post it oh. and his wife was in on it that like it's just and so he's not futured. oh okay so maybe it's for content he's just literally done it for content and yeah he's a, sure to, but like he's People thought he was dead. dead. All his mates thought he was dead. Mate, it's the content game. You got to fucking you got to <gasps> show yourself from the crowd
1: somehow. When, when like when I had the TikTok thing, that's when you are like, okay, but that's just the age we live in. Isn't oh,
0: it? it is crazy! It is absolutely insanity that you would fake your own death for content. Like I am a slave to the content, but I am not faking my own death for it. Can you imagine how much you would hate that bloke?
1: Oh, you wouldn't. It, you wouldn't be nothing would be the same. I wonder if he um, because like. Like, when you're at a funeral, you always think, man, it'd be, it'd be nice if everyone could hear that, if the, the person that died could hear all these comments. I wonder if he, like, recorded or let the actual
0: funeral play out and then, like, went back later and just watched it on. Well, I don't know whether, like, does he think that he's going to go through this whole situation and that he's going to gain fans by it? Like, I always try to tell anyone that's trying to come up in the content game, like just because you have heaps of followers doesn't mean you have people that like what you do. Exactly. We all watch car crashes. Yeah. You know, there's a very big difference between having people that enjoy your content and actually like you as a person and literally just following someone because they do crazy shit. Mm. Um, and there's heaps of influences out there that have massive, massive followings. But if they were ever to try to create a product, the the audience would be like, are you serious? You're kidding yourself. Whereas like audience that have been created in an authentic way with like genuine real content that they really care about. And they're trying to provide value to the, like the, the follower or the community. They go, yeah, for sure. Like, I love this. I love this stuff. And if I can support it, I will support it. I mean, I, I only think that because. That's what I think when I, the content oh, that absolutely. I consume, I'm always like, fuck yeah, I love, I love this podcast and mm. they're releasing this. Even if I'm not going to use it, I still grab it. Cause I'm like, I love this podcast. Yeah. I'd rather do, I'd rather give that podcaster or whoever, it doesn't even need to be a podcaster. It can be, ins- whatever it is, YouTube. I'd rather give them 40 bucks than some random huge corporation that I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know. Think looking about Hello Sport. Mm. Like they've got that, one of the most solid communities you've yeah, you sure. ever seen, it. but you compare that to like you know, someone with millions and millions of followers, but they probably sell
0: just as much as, yeah, for people. sure. They gotta, and it's and because they create content that people absolutely love, yeah. you know, guru as they well. Feel a, like, they I feel a part of back in the day, I bought Guru shirt, I bought yep. Hello Sports stuff. This is years and years ago because I was just like, yeah, I'll support the, the stuff that they're doing. Um, so yeah i don't understand like this idea of just having followers it's like there's no real point to that you're no. just a train wreck that's all you are you're a car crash car crash
1: clout clout chase and now this is like made global news so i'm sure he's I'm so sure he, he's stoked.
0: yeah so he thinks he's killing it but it's like okay and well then, then what bro then yeah. what you're just gonna keep doing dumb shit until like yeah okay. no one's gonna
1: like you're not authentic when you fake no. well you're not authentic when you fake your own death that's
0: literally the worst thing you can do all <laughs> right like, imagine
1: if he actually dies in the next couple of weeks and like like
0: the boy who cried wolf yeah no one's rocking up there <laughs> no one's rocking up to the funeral then um that is us done and deuced for packer up boys this week make sure to grow out grab a case of bloke and a bar of beer if you if you're interested in beer if you enjoy beer we've got middies, we've got a lager uh we're in every liquor legend in queensland we're in every celebrations in new south wales act and also queensland plus we're in special on iga plus liquor and thirsty camel in new south wales right now also Brand new jumpers, bloke jumpers coming very soon. You're going to love these one, guys. They're a different design. I cannot wait for you to see them. Next couple of weeks, they'll arrive. Outside of that, I'll go and fuck myself. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.